Welcome to episode 35 of The Amen Corner. I'm Brad Rothschild. Hey, and I'm Stephen Cook. Hey! Hey! <laughs> hey, it's the special 4th of July episode because we are about to celebrate our nation's, what did we 241st say? 241st birthday. 241st birthday. Three cheers for Happy the Happy birthday, way. America. I, I feel like America. But this is... Go ahead. This is our first. This is our first birthday under fascism. <laughs> I was just about to say. I feel like, I feel like America's having a midlife crisis. Well, two hundred and forty years is well beyond. No, a I think it's having like crisis. a midlife crisis. It's like, what the fuck are we? It's like the hangover of the like twenty-five years in between the Gulf Wars, where we strode the world. We were like, that was our moment. Our you know our high highest earnings years and we strode the universe everybody wanted to be with us and now we're getting a little long in the tooth and we're kind of pissed and we're having a hard time adjusting and is this all there is being the lone superpower and we're flipping the fuck out man we're like maybe this fascism thing is cool let's see i'll go fucking nuts and and try on fascism and see if that works or Whatever. You think this is a midlife crisis? I think it's more that we are an angry old man. <laughs> no, angry, our president is an angry old, old man. man. Yeah, but we, our country is an angry, racist old man. Yelling, get out of my hey, lawn, you kids, black get out kids. Of my lawn. This used to be a nice <laughs> exactly. neighborhood. This used to be a nice neighborhood until you guys showed up, until your kind Look came what you in. did to my property virus. Get out of here. And my begonias. Three cheers for the red, white, and blue. Seriously, it's casting a pall over July 4th for me. Over all, over all of our celebrations. I'm, I'm like, pissed off already anyway, so just in general. Yeah. I got it. You're pissed off anyway? Yeah, man. Are you still going to barbecue? Are you going to barbecue? We are. Uh, That's the American way. We're running uh, the Autism Speaks 5K for charity. Nice. Uh, nice. Then we're going to, except for the fact that it's going to be like 100 degrees because of global climate change, which according to the, the angry old man exist. in the White House and all his people doesn't, doesn't really exist. exist. Uh, we're going to do that, go home, have a shower. Then we're going to a friend's house for July 4th brunch. And then we'll go watch the... Are you guys, guys going to go to a gun range? <laughs> no, no gun range on July 4th. That's next, next year, year when we year. all of us who don't already own a gun will be compelled because we'll be in re-education camps, learning what it's yes. like to be yes. a quote-unquote real American, and part of the day we'll be shooting on the gun range. Because we need to Do learn how to be real Americans. Will... What? Yeah, but since since you're a Jew and you can never be a true real <laughs> American, do you think they'll let you have a gun? I can pass. I look white. I mean, I am white. You look white. I am white. You I've are. got that white your, privilege. Your skin might be white. Right. But I'm not. You do. As but long as I don't not, make... But you're not white. Yeah, but as long as I don't make trouble, it's okay. Exactly. <laughs> so, do you think that Steve Bannon considers you no, white? No, Steve Bannon thinks I'm a kike. Exactly. So, just, will Steve Bannon let you have a gun? No. I'm going to be a demi. No. A demi. Exactly. You're a, a demi. A demi, Yeah. I'm going to have to pay a special tax to Steve Bannon and behave myself. You know what? I've been, think- I've been thinking about yeah. this. We don't recognize the fact that we are dimmy here in this country. We really are. We have been all along. Tell me. We get Ashkenazic yeah. Jews 
get a special get a special dispensation. We get a pass because we're white and we're we're the and we're, we're we're lawyers. We're doctors. We're financiers. That's right. I mean, think about think about like all the all the Jews in this in in around Trump. There are a lot of Jews around Trump. Yeah. All those all those lawyers, they're all Jewish, in, including his Jews for Jesus lawyer Jay Sokolow, who is a grifter extraordinary. There was a huge article in the Washington Post. I must have sent it to you. This guy Jay Sokolow, he's making millions and millions and millions of dollars yeah. off of all of these charities that are all connected to each other and the only employees of the charities are his children, his wife, his brother and his brother's children. It's fucking nuts. He's that, a grifter. That's a pretty good it deal. It is a pretty good deal. That's a pretty good deal. And I like how you know like you know, I the main to... charity pays his law firm to do work for them. It's like fucking incredible. And he takes salaries from both. You know what? Only a Jew can figure and out. He's, a scam but like he's that. okay because he's a Jew for Jesus. A Jew for Jesus, by definition, is a Christian, though. I, yeah. Well, true. Technically, he, uh, if it, technically, if you believe that Jesus is the Messiah, Moshiach, you're a Christian. Moshiach, you're a Christian. So you can be born Jewish, yeah. but if you believe that Jesus is the Messiah, believe, then you're a Christian. I believe. And. And if I and if my um, memory serves me correctly, the earliest Christians were indeed Jewish. Yes, true. The earliest followers. Jesus followers was a Jewish Jesus. carpenter. Now, can you find a Jewish carpenter these days? Uh uh-uh. uh. That's no, seriously. seriously. He Doctor, was a Jewish carpenter lawyer. With, da- with daddy issues. <laughs> he was a Jewish carpenter with daddy issues. Can't find a Jewish carpenter these days. Jesus. All right. No. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, it's. Uh, do you t- do you know how we know that Jesus was Jewish? He was circumcised, 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 no. circumcised, no. not circumscribed, circumcised, no, because because he lived at home until he was thirty three. <laughs> yeah. He went into his father's yeah. business. His mother thought he was God, <laughs> and he thought his mother was a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And that's how we know that Jesus was a Jew. Hey, bring it back to politics. You know what the difference is between... You know what, you know what Canadians are? Uh, no. They're Americans with health care, but without a gun. That's Ooh. a good one, huh? That is a good one, but that would also make you and I Canadian. <laughs> By that definition. So wait, so what are you doing on July 4th, I know, I mean, you I, rootless I, I Upper West Side I'm, cosmopolitan? You must think the, the celebration of the 241st birthday of the United States is, is like for the, for the unsophisticated masses and maudlin. Because well, <laughs> you're like this. Isn't that every? Isn't that what? Isn't that every holiday? Isn't that every holiday? Like President's Day. For the rootless cosmopolitan. I think President's Day is just a, for buying mattresses. President's Day. Yeah, it gives you like a week off of school. Mattresses go on sale and everybody in New York City goes skiing for the week. <laughs> like, that's President's exactly. Day. What's Columbus Day? Columbus Day, a mattress sale. And people get pissed off about Columbus because he came and uh, engaged in Genocide. Actually, it's called Indigenous Peoples Day now. <laughs> it's not Columbus Day anymore. 
All right, then we have Veterans Day. Because, Veterans Day, look, these guys, because, um, that's not a mattress sale. That's that's for real, Veterans Day. I mean, you know how many times I've been in, in National Airport and they have these honor flights come in and these guys from World War II and the Korean War come in and they're flown in to, to see the, the mine? It's really, it's quite moving because soon we're going to be yeah. without World War II veterans. Um that's true, but thankfully in this country we go to war every. <laughs> right, we're gonna years, have a lot more so veterans. We'll right. always have, we'll always have veterans, right. but we will not have any more World War II veterans. And quite frankly, we have very few Korean War veterans right. now. Also, right. so we do have Vietnam veterans. We have Iraq veterans one two. and two. Afghanistan we have Afghanistan veterans. veterans. We have Panama and sundry Panama minor skirmishes around yeah, the globe. We got a lot of veterans. So. Do CIA, do CIA operatives who are doing covert stuff, do they count as veterans? Yeah, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. No, they're not recognized. A lot of, a lot of the, like, those CIA special action groups, they're, a lot of those guys are retired military, I think. At least that's what I've, yeah. I, that's what I've been led to believe. Anyway. Um, they're, not, they're, not, they're not patrolling the Upper West Side looking for, <laughs> for people soon like they will me be, to go on those kind of missions. Yeah. <laughs> no, but soon they'll be, they'll yeah, be patrolling the Upper West Side because it's going to be a takeover. Oh, yeah, but not, not to send, not yeah, to send they, the animation. They're going to be looking for ruthless cosmopolitans to send to Steve Bannon re-education camps. Yeah, we got to get those shirts that say "Rootless Cosmopolitan." <laughs> I'm totally down for that. I'm gonna wear. I'm down that. for that. I'm, I'm wearing that. So, um, yeah. The, can I just ask you a question? Um, sure. How is it that it doesn't? Wait, you didn't tell me what you're doing on July Fourth. What are you doing on July Fourth? Nothing. I am gonna be no, not nothing. <laughs> this rootless cosmopolitan yeah. is going to be traveling to another metropolitan area. Uh-huh. To um, celebrate the Fourth of July in Chicago. Will you be wearing red, white, and blue? Uh, probably not. I have a special red, white, and blue bathing suit just for this day. Really? Sure. Is it a speedo? <laughs> it's definitely not a speedo. <laughs> but I should go out and get one and not tell Lauren. And then when we go to the pool for this pool party at this brunch pool party, bust just out the, bust out bust the speedo. Out the speedo. That would be hilarious. Well, you know, it'll be a huge hit because, as I was telling you before we went on the air, I uh, I lost my wedding ring, and so now my yeah. my expectation is that even more women are going to be hitting on me. I, you know, usually after you're already you're you're already beating <laughs> them off of the stick. <laughs> I'm going to need something more effective to beat them all off because I'm not wearing. They'd be like, "Ooh, eligible bachelor." <laughs> but isn't the whole wasn't the whole thing supposed to be like women hit on you when you are wearing a wedding? Well, head? then mine doesn't work because I. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think that's a myth. I think it's an urban legend. Like, oh, women love to hit on guys who are married, who are married right. because that means that they're not looking for any real that's, attachment. They just want to have right. That's the kind of thing just that have a, a meaningless. That's the kind of thing that Donald Trump, people like Donald Trump, would make up. Like, oh. What? He doesn't care if he's married. No, he doesn't. Care. But, and, and but also, it's like that same kind of like, you know, cousin type Guido <laughs> like kind of attitude. Like, oh, oh, oh he got hit on me. Uh, he just wants to get laid. That kind of, <laughs> you know what a cousin is? Cousin is a is a Jewish Guido. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
And being from Long Island, I you would know, know. From what you yes, were of course, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Actually, where I, where I grew up in New Jersey, there were also there's also a nice mix of Italians and Jews. Yeah. Coexisting in peaceful harmony. But, but did some of place. did some of the Jewish guys like take on that Guido esque quality? And that would be a cuisine. When you say some, it's, you know, north of 75%. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. 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 But, um... I mean, they were just cool. They were just cool. Yeah, they're very cool. Very, very cool. Uh, They're still cool to this day. They're a lot cooler. Yeah, they're still cool. Yeah, but when you're 15, they're a lot cooler than, you know, they're not, you know, gefilte fishing, (laughs) you know... Allergy toting. <laughs> Dude, uh, all right. That are in in the inhaler <laughs> inhaler carrying. I didn't have an inhaler. I, I didn't either. Uh, I didn't have I didn't have allergies. I, was, I, I think I was pretty cool, all things considered. Yeah, it's all relative, it's all relative of course. I mean, I went to like a high school that didn't have too many tough kids anyway. So, um, well, well, I, in in the in the tough hallways of the Solomon Schechter Day School of Essex and Union County, New Jersey, right. I really didn't. I didn't fear for my well-being. I mean, we often. ruled. We ruled the hallways at Plainview JFK. <laughs> I mean, Plainview JFK was like fifty percent Jewish, and then like twenty-five percent yeah. Irish Catholic, twenty-five percent Italian Catholic. So, like, you know, I was pretty cool. How many kids were in your graduating class? Like two hundred and fifty, two hundred and sixty. Wasn't a very big high school. What number did you, what number did you finish? I was like, I was up, I was in the top ten. It's like twenty five. But I was like, at the, I was at the low end of the top end, top ten. Because I did very well my first two years, and then and then people started to drive in eleventh grade, and I was like, fuck, let's yeah. go to McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I I got all hopped up on Big Macs, and that, that was the end. That was it, man. That was it. So it, it was. Wow. All, I worked very hard the last two years to not do a lot of work. Um, speaking go. of school, Betsy yeah. DeVoe. That article you sent me this is morning it, while I was standing in that, U-Haul, one of the worst places on earth, yeah. um, was... I don't think you could call U-Haul one of the worst places I mean, on it's earth. my white privilege speaking. It's pretty bad. I mean, for me at that moment... At that moment, when there was like worse than, huge, worse, huge it, line, all kinds of crazy. Is it worse than the DMV? Uh, yeah, I had no. I, went, I actually went to the DMV after I lost my license in your apartment, and I yeah. had no problems there whatsoever. I went to like the self-service kiosk. I was in and out. Is it worse? Is it worse than the post office? I don't go to the post office. Okay. Is it worse than? The non TSA pre check oh, line oh, when oh, you come oh. back. Yeah, I think this morning U Haul was, <laughs> except I didn't have to take off my shoes. Really? I didn't have to take off my oh, shoes. But okay, I'm sorry, I interrupted. So, you. so go on. You're I'm in the U Haul place. There's a huge call. ass line. Yeah, I just so want to return boxes article. that we haven't used. And all I want to do is return. A I just box. want to return That's a box. All. And there's chaos everywhere. And it's like yeah. a U-Haul firefight. And uh, <laughs> you send me this article about Betsy DeVoe, and I'm just, I'm, not, I'm like, I'm quietly horrified because I'm not shocked by the shenanigans. But so, so what the article please. said in a nutshell is, and by the way, is it 
is the S I don't know. Is it DeVos? 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 I don't know. I think I would like one of our... Betsy DeWitch. Yeah. Betsy DeHo. <laughs> Betsy DeHo, uh, oh, the education secretary. <laughs> wow. I don't think we can say that. But we there. just did. And that's been, yeah, but I think, I think that that's misogynistic. <laughs> In this case, um, deserved. Yeah. No, well, she's a horrible oh, terrible human being. Human on, every, being. on every level. Every level. But basically, basically what they're doing is there were, of course, Obama-era regulations that were put in place to protect people against predatory educational institutions. This is the for-profit schools <laughs> that charge people an arm and leg, and then when you graduate, you can't get a job, you can't, you can't or, get a job, or you can get a you know fifteen thousand dollars a year. Right, you're being trained. They're like shelling out like sixty thousand dollars, and the most they can get paid is like seventeen thousand dollars and stuff like that. But yeah. we, what's the so kicker? So these are here? basically scams. What's the kicker? Ninety percent of was it the revenues or the profits of these schools are dependent upon the, the revenue. taxpayer revenue. money. Right. Oh my god. Right. They're bilking they're bilking the fucking government. Because all these people just, they're have not providing out an way. education. They're just getting these low income students to take out loans. And the, and the government's paying and for they're it. guaranteed and they're, student loans and the students default or they, they take a long time to finish. They default. They can't pay because they're not getting jobs or they're getting very low-paid jobs as a result of getting these certificates. Or they're paying ridiculous interest Ridic- rates, And the yeah. government pays for it. And the people who own these places are making a mint off of taxpayer dollars. And these that's people right. have you no fucking gall to talk about the free market. It's unbelievable. Exactly. This is socialism. This is socialism, where the government is paying these companies. No, this is corruption. This is legalized license corruption. Something that the Obama administration took a look at and said, this is outrageous. This is taxpayer, wasted taxpayer money. This is a fraud on the people of the United States. And they're putting an end to it. And now... And it was working. And it was working. And it was working. It was working. All these schools were closing, or they were closing programs within the schools that... In which students couldn't get jobs. Yeah. And what does Betsy DeVos do? She's getting rid of all these regulations. And who did she hire? She hired an executive from one of these companies that was put under pressure from the Obama era regulations yeah. to now be in charge of all the regulations. Jesus Christ, it makes you want to fucking scream. This is what I'm doing right now. This is, this is, file this under draining the swamp. Oh my God. Right? This is how the swamp Betsy is being drained in Trumpland. Oh, my God. Betsy, Betsy has got to go. Betsy DeHoe has got to go. She's horrible. She's got to go. I mean, this is really... They don't give a shit about education about, in this country. They're all grifting they're us. They're grifting us. This is what this is. And how is. about the... the uh, they are looting... They're looting the country. Looting the country. That's exactly right. And, and then the, the false right-wing outrage, right after she became the Secretary of Education... Or the secretary of grifting, she showed up at a public school in D.C. Oh, and these parents protested her, and there was like all this outrage. Outrage? Where's the outrage about this? About yeah. bilking the government for her the benefit of her friends? No. Jesus! No, no outrage uh, for that because she's wearing she's wearing the right uniform because she's undoing she's Obama era regulations. Right. 
all this is is about doing anything the black guy stood for. And what's amazing, and they keep telling people, oh, it's about you know providing a better choice and a better experience bullshit. for the students and rationalists. It's bullshit. So they could go back to what they were doing. Before the Obama Education Department took a look at this and said, exactly. "This is outrageous," which is fleecing, which is fleecing the American <laughs> fleecing. public. And again, you and I have talked about this before. I'm so sick and tired of all of this talk about the free market and how we have to give choice and we have to allow competition in. And the free uh, market like in is healthcare? The, the best arbiter. It's like in anything because healthcare is the I've free. Worked, I've worked. I've I've worked in the private sector. It's, there's, it's no bastion of efficiency. <laughs> it, there is no such thing as, as efficiency anywhere. I mean, you can become more efficient, I, sure, and there's, there's I, fraud everywhere. But when we are in the thrall of the, shareholder, of the shareholder, the only thing that matters in the private sector is returning money right, back to the right. shareholders. And the best way to do that is not to pay your employees and to provide the lowest cost product to no, your which customers. Which is exactly right. I mean, and, that's, have, and charge them and the that's most. And like that's what insurance, that's all the incentives for the insurance companies. Remember the bad old days of the HMOs where you had to go and get a referral and all for everything and everything was geared towards charging as much as possible for the policy and then making yeah. it as hard as possible to deliver services to the person who purchased the policy. Now, it, That's exactly it, turn, right. That's how you make it money. turns out that I never didn't get a referral, so it became this kind of bureaucratic farce. Uh, you would go. I remember this when I was in grad school. Uh, it, you you had to everything you wanted to do, it, unless you just wanted to go and get a checkup. Like if something I don't know you needed to do. Like I remember I was I in grad school I had a kidney stone and. My then girlfriend, now wife, rushed me to the uh, emergency room at the hospital, University of Pennsylvania, it, it, like five o'clock in the morning, five thirty in the morning. I, and I got I, when they discharged me from the hospital. I had these phone calls from the insurance company saying that I, I should have called first. <laughs> like fuck, they, 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 it was, yeah. and it was all about them. Did not. It was all about. They had to produce papers saying that they had cleared me to go to the emergency room. And anybody out there who's ever had a kidney stone knows that it's incredibly painful. And and But that always puts you at risk of them saying, you know, no. No. <laughs> right. We don't give you permission. Don't, right. Like, what, I, no, it doesn't work like that. An emergency, right. me, a medical emergency means you go to the right. emergency well, room. Well, now. Not you call for permission to go to the right. emergency room. Right. But that was the thing. It's like, I didn't call. And they, then they, they told me I needed to, tar- to start taking responsibility for my health care. And I said, well, that's what I did. I was in this incredible pain, did not know what it was. My girlfriend took me to the emergency room because I thought I was going to die. How much, how much more responsibility can you take? You have health <laughs> sure, insurance. Right. There's one. And then you have a health emergency, well, and you take so this, care of it. That's this true. Was, like, this was—I remember this. It's seared into my brain. I was sitting there. I, I had—I had gotten these phone calls, and then I had to go into the health service at, at University of Pennsylvania. And this woman from Aetna was screaming at me about how I had to take responsibility for my health care. And I said, "Well, I did. I went to that. I went to the emergency room." And she was sitting there with with crazy. like the head nurse for the health service. And I said, I looked over and I said, "Is this why you went to nursing school?" So that you could sit here 
with a representative of the insurance company who's going to harangue someone about going and getting treated at the emergency room? And because there, there, was, this, there was this thing, they had to backdate a piece of paper in order for it all to be covered. Yeah. So she said, well, backdate. After I said that to her, I shamed her. It was, it was an outrageous thing, but it's exactly this thing. It is charge as much for the policy and deliver as little as possible or m- as many obstacles for the customer to use the, the insurance as possible so that they won't. That's it. Right, exactly. So, because they don't want right. you. So when Senator Ron Johnson writes an op-ed, either in the Post or the New York Times, about the wonders of the free market and how it's going to solve the, the health care problem, it's totally bullshit. <laughs> I mean, like, we have... Ha- By yeah. the way, Ron Johnson was the name of the stereo salesman <laughs> in Fast Times oh, Ridge really? Run High. I don't yeah. remember that. Ron Johnson. Wow. Oh, yeah. I remember Damone. Do you remember? Well, of course. <laughs> Do you remember when uh, Jennifer Jason Lee loses her yes. virginity in the, in, the, in the dugout at the yes. point? Yes. How could I forget? Yeah, because that's, she loses it to Ron Johnson. <laughs> yes. yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, so Betsy, yeah. so Betsy I'm DeVos. Just saying, I'm just saying. Healthcare. All, none of this is the free market. This is friends of big donors in the right way. It used to be the fringe of the Republican Party grifting and stealing as much as possible from people. At least Jay Suckalow. At least Jay Suckalow. He's doing it to suckers out there who think that he's actually doing something for them. He's raising money. All he's, he's raising money for. You know, religious causes and taking taking states in the government to the Supreme Court to protect their religious freedom. You know, you want to be a fucking sucker and send Jay Sucklow your money, and so he can live high off the hog, <laughs> telling you he's doing his religious oh, yeah. duty. Well, then you're a moron. But that sounds like a plan. What gets my goat is the fact that <laughs> Betsy DeVos and her friends are making it possible so that my taxpayer, my money, is going to line their pockets while they sit out there in Deer Valley or wherever, the Hamptons or wherever the fuck they are, talk about the wonders of the free market and think how, what, this is a great meritocracy and they've worked so hard and they're they're job creators. They're, They're, first of all, they're destroying people's lives because they're not giving anybody an education and they're stealing from people like us who actually bear the most burden in terms of taxes as a percentage of our income. So you know what, Betsy DeVos and all your friends? Fuck you. But yeah, it's unbelievable. that. But it's no one who voted for Donald Trump can get this around their minds. It's all about brown people and guns and Muslims. They're still pretty happy. They're still pretty it's happy with 40%. them. The people who voted for him by and large... Are still happy. 40%. No buyer's remorse. He can talk about blood coming from whatever. That's a sick and demented thing. He has a problem with with menstruation. Dude, it's natural. This is what happens. I mean, like... He has a problem with women women in general. I I, I think menstruation... I think it's only part of it. I think he has a serious, serious hatred of women. Oh, obviously. There's something really wrong with that. But there's also something really wrong with people who don't think there's anything right. wrong with that. Right. There was. I was. 
Uh, he's just a disgusting fucking yeah. individual. Just gross. That's what I've heard. Yeah. I've heard that, actually. I've heard that he's not a good man. <laughs> Three cheers for the red, white, and blue. I'm just, I'm just wondering what crazy shit he's going to pull on July 4th. Like, what tweet, what he's going to say, what insanity is going to happen. Or what, what stupid American history lesson that he never learned <laughs> is he going to pull out of his ass and people are going to say, what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> Thomas Jefferson did a good Douglas, job. Andrew Jackson. Thomas Jefferson, yes, he's doing a great job. We really need to support that. Yeah, <laughs> the folks in Philly, they're doing a great job him. down there. Just fantastic. Real classy job there at Constitutional. I don't know. I don't know. I'm tired. I, I'm just so tired. Yeah. Well, that's what I they know, want. They want but I'm, I'm exhausted from all my outrage. I'm just exhausted yeah. from my outrage. And... No. And all and all the women who are hitting no. on me because I'm not I'm, wearing a, a wedding band. I mean, it takes a lot of work to beat that, all those women. That up. you can be exa- that you can be exhausted <laughs> from. But my outrage, I've, I'm, I'm gaining more strength from. Well, it's from the amen corner. gives you gives you vitality yes. in this area. Yeah. Um, the amen corner is like Viagra <laughs> for the American for the American people. Well, the guys in the commercial look about our age. We've discussed know, this before. It makes me nervous. It does make me a little nervous, but God things that make me bless more nervous. America. Where the Viagra is free. <laughs> well, you know, and so, you know, with with a bunch of old white dudes writing healthcare policy, yeah. I'm sure things like Viagra and Cialis are covered. And depends. It depends. Erectile dysfunction is definitely not going to be. A pre-existing that's condition. That's not a pre-existing no. condition. No, because like that only happens like once. <laughs> that that's not a pre-existing condition. I was thinking about it. Is that pre? Is it pre-existing? When you can't get it up. You've had this for. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's one for the lawyers, I guess. Okay, let me. I want to. I want to. I want to put this right, out. Put it. Donald Trump is a serious misogynist. Yes. I mean, seriously. Okay. He probably suffers from erectile dysfunction. Wouldn't wouldn't surprise me at all. He's got mommy issues. Definitely. Do you know he reportedly told Melania that she could only have a baby if she gets quote unquote her body back. Mm. <laughs> that maybe he doesn't really maybe he doesn't really like I, I, just, I think he really doesn't like women. I mean that is I mean no, it's no, clear. Like maybe it goes deeper. Oh my god. It's maybe. He needs to admit to himself what he re- who he really likes and who he really wants to be with. Men. He clearly doesn't like he women doesn't like, as human right? beings. He sees them as and objects. And they're disgusting. To, yeah, and they're disgusting. Right. He is physically repulsed by... Do you remember reading about that? Uh, yeah. The breastfeeding right. woman? I'm that, telling that you. Physically repulsed this is him it. We have discovered that Donald Trump is gay. He's a closeted, angry homosexual. He's, he's angry because he's 71 years old, and he's never been able to truly get what he wants, which is, is to enjoy the love of another man. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. I bet we'd all be better off. No! I bet he'd all, we'd all There's be better off. There's nothing wrong with that. If he just had sex with another man. I'm okay with that. You're okay with that. I'm okay, okay with, with that. that. 
I mean, it's not my thing, but if he wants it to be his thing, that's no, totally cool. If it makes it, if it would make him a happy person. Oh my person, god, I'm all for it. I mean, yeah, who isn't? Right. Jeez. That's all right. I think we figured. I'm glad we did. I think we've solved some. Uh, I think we've solved some major <laughs> issues here. <laughs> oh my god. That's the only explanation. That's the only possible explanation for what has been going on in this country for the last five months. Yeah, he's a closeted homosexual. It's a good. It's a good one. I I look in in since November 9th, People have been searching, searching for an explanation. We've tried everything. This it's not even the process of elimination. I mean, I think this is just. If you take everything that he said, his entire history with women, this is, I think this is a pretty compelling explanation, to be honest with you. I, I agree. Leave it to the amen corner, man. I mean, seriously, <laughs> not only are we the conscience of the nation, we are the psycho. And he's got that, like, Liberace hair. Dude, he's gay. There you go. Oh, my God. It's totally fine. It's I went okay. to Basque. Yeah. It's okay. It's totally fine. Nobody... Nobody's going to think anything. It's totally fine. You know, I wouldn't. How could we think anything less of <laughs> Right. <laughs> just... How could we and think besides, anything less And besides, it's okay. It's okay, Donnie. Donnie, it's, it's okay. okay. It's totally... It's natural it's okay. for some people. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. All right, should we wrap this puppy up? I think so. I think, you know, there's really, you know, we've accomplished a lot. We have. We have. I want to wish all of our listeners a very happy July 4th. And. Happy 4th of July. And we're going to go on hiatus for the rest of the summer. And. uh, We are? We are? Yeah, I thought we are. We're not? All right, I could do it next week. I don't know. No, I don't know. All right, well, maybe we will. Maybe we won't. Yeah, we're going to keep everything Yeah, that'll be our cliffhanger. (laughs) <laughs> Are they coming back next week? I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to find out. Let's Check it out, out at 10.30 yeah, on Sunday morning. I don't think they're back. I don't think they're back. Maybe, maybe they're, they're back. back. Maybe they're not. Let's figure it out. Uh, I don't know. I mean, we may have to follow this up. I mean, we just discovered that the President of the United States is gay. Seriously. Not that there's anything Call wrong. the National Enquirer. I'm sure, I'm sure they'll be They'll definitely report. Oh, All right, right. everybody. Happy Fourth of July. Happy Fourth.